So, um, of course, the uh, parsha this week talks about Tazri and Matsuda, talks about this form of uh, skin rash. Um, today, we don't have, um, they call it leprosy, but it's not the same as the Torah describes it. And in addition to that, besides the skin rash, there was also rashes on the garments, there was rashes on the on the furnishings, there was rashes on the um, uh, on the homes. Um, the Rambam writes that the reason for these uh, various different rashes that came, they're actually warning signs to people to sort of stay away from speaking Lashon Hara. Basically, uh, the Rambam describes that there's the people that sit idle and um, they don't have uh, what to do uh, with their time or with their uh, capabilities. Um, God gives us, as the Rebbe explains, various different powerful tools that we have to do good with them. As for example, one's mouth is to be studying Torah, to daven, to say nice words, say kind words, do good, and uh, be positive, and speak nice things about people. And uh, people just don't utilize sometimes their uh, power that they have uh, for the for the positive, and they just waste it. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they want to do negative. It doesn't necessarily mean that they want to hurt somebody. It's just sort of, as the Rambam writes, as Rebbe explains it, it sort of it derails to that. It first begins just because they have too much time on their hands and too much idle time on their hands. So therefore they start to talk, as the Rambam says. First, they just talk general stuff, and which for no purpose. And then it turns into making fun of other people, making fun of the righteous, and then they start making fun of the prophets. Eventually, it derails to the extent they start making fun and they don't believe in Hashem. And it all didn't begin with bad intentions. It just began wasting their time, not utilizing it for the proper um, thing. And, uh, and that's really, um, the, the Rebbe is the, really the definition of Lashon Hara means... Uh, more um, the uh, unintentional, not intending to do hurting somebody. The Rebbe says that in another place, there's also another kind. Sometimes there's a negative character. There's, there's somebody who has uh, bad midos. He has a uh, bad disposition. And he just you know, enjoys to uh, doing hurting other people. Sometimes you can hurt other people by giving them a punch, a physical punch. Sometimes you can hurt other people, and sometimes even more by saying bad things about them. There too, sometimes you say things that are true, but still Lashon Hara. If you're saying things that are not true, then that's Bechlau, Moitzi, Shem Ra. That's even worse, because then you're uh, making up the story. But either way, it's still all included in the prohibition. It's still sometimes represents a person's negative uh, character. And that's why uh, we used to say that sometimes people feel a need of being uh, greater than the others. And uh, so how do they do that? So there's two ways of doing that. Either you put yourself on a chair 
or you bury the other one in the ground. So, you know, putting yourself on a chair, you got to work for it. It's hard. But burying the other person, saying negative, sometimes it's easier. Just put the other person down. Makes you feel better. But that's, that's, that's the lower level in Lashon Hara. The, the uh, more, uh, I guess, refined level of Lashon Hara, which is also... Um, uh, prohibited, and it's also it's the Rambam's description of it. Of uh, it derails into it. It's not even meant. And Rambam brings a, a, a very interesting uh, pasuk because the pasuk says, "Remember that which God did to Miriam, uh, that He brought on her. We know that Hashem brought on her the tzaras when she spoke against Moshe Rabbeinu." And the Rambam says, uh, Miriam didn't intend to degrade Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, she, she saved his life. She, she took him out, she saved him, she got him the nursing, she got him the mother, and it, she actually was the reason why uh, they, they got together. Uh, Yocheved and uh, Amram got together because they had separated, they didn't want any more children. And uh, Matter of fact, it's another issue that I have because you look in the Gemara and the and actually we learn again in Masech Tzaita. Now, you see, it's interesting that uh, he was born uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, not from the second union that when they remarried Amram and Yechavit, but from the first time. That's why there was a miscalculation, and the Egyptians they didn't she couldn't hide him anymore because they counted from the second time. But she, he was actually conceived before he divorced her to three months earlier. So it turns out that it wasn't really uh, Miriam that uh, caused Moshe to be born, because at the end of the day, uh, he was conceived beforehand. And but Mo, but definitely the Gemara seems to say also that she was the cause of his birth. But certainly she stood there. She stood there. She called the mother. She saved him, and she took care of him. And you know, she was his older sister, and, um, and she loved him. What happened? She made a mistake. What was her mistake? Because Moshe Rabbeinu, she found out, has separated himself from his wife. And she said, listen, Moshe Rabbeinu is not the only prophet. There's other prophets. And none of the other prophets separated themselves from their wives. It's not a necessary, uh, it's not necessary. You can be a prophet and still stay married. It's not a problem. But what she made a mistake, as the Rambam says, she didn't know that Moshe Rabbeinu's level was not the regular level of prophecy. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's level, he was his his relationship with Hashem was on a much profound and a much more frequent. It was in, in a much more uh, powerful way that they connected. And for Moshe Rabbeinu, did the right thing because Hashem told him actually, "Ato don't you 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 have to be separated." But it turns out that Miriam only made a mistake, and she didn't really want to hurt him, and she didn't. And furthermore, the Rambam says, she actually didn't hurt him. Why? Because that's why immediately the verse follows, He was humble. He didn't really, it didn't affect him, because he didn't have an ego, and he didn't have, uh, he, he didn't care. So, so they said, what she said, the criticism, he just sort of brushed it off. It didn't mean anything to him. He didn't, he didn't think of himself. So here you have her not intending to hurt him. And he wasn't actually hurt. And yet the Eivishter says to you, that you should remember that. So this is what tells us how much so uh, we have to be careful. And, um, you know, I told the story about there was a certain uh, rabbi who made a collection 
we know the Chafetz Chaim and the others did actually publish very important works on, especially on the laws of Lashon Hara, in addition to the Mishnah Berurah and the other laws, but he made specially on Lashon Hara. But there was a certain rabbi, a certain author who, who also made a compilation, or compiled a lot of different views, and he went around to all the different rabbis, uh, getting from them a, an approval for the, uh, for the publishing of the book. And he came to one Hasidic Sherov, and the Hasidic Sherov says, you know, he doesn't want to give uh, approval. He says, why? I mean, do you have any problem with any of the statements that in the book about the... No, absolutely. So why won't you sign? He says, I have a problem because you're putting the whole emphasis on not speaking Lashon Hara. What about thinking bad about another Jew? He says, he says because the problem begins when you speak Lashon Hara is because first you have it in your mind. He says, we have to strengthen ourselves in the aspect of being to not judging people in a bad way, to judging people favorably and excusing them. So automatically, if we concentrate more on being positive about people, then we won't come to speak bad about them because we won't think bad about them. So the fact that you are only concentrating about speaking, speaking is not to my liking. He says, I, I want you to talk a little bit about it's important not to judge people in a bad way and not to look down at people and to try to find the limut zechus, try to find a favor, uh, a good thing about people to say. Now, of course, it doesn't take away from what the Torah tells us. Lashon Hara is the actual prohibition. It seems perhaps that it's a much harder thing to control what goes into your head. You know, sometimes even in the Tanya, it talks about that even uh, the the the, the need, there's certain things going to his head, and he has no control over that. They just creep in. The only thing is, the Benini doesn't entertain them. He doesn't allow for them to. Uh, he doesn't contemplate them. He just brushes it off and pushes it away. But it seems like uh, uh, language uh, is uh, something which is, um, is, is even more uh, uh, easier a little bit because it's a step. You've got to not only think about it, you gotta, that's easier to close. That's why you have uh, the lips so that you can close your tongue and not speak. And I just heard one time there was a conversation between... Uh, the Hasidic Shabachrim with uh, some Litvish Shabachrim and, uh, and uh, you know, everybody digging each other. So the Hasidic Shabachrim says to the Litvish Shabachrim, he says, you guys are so religious and everything else. How come you're not careful about shaving off your beards? He says, I mean, it's a big question. It's a lot of questions. How come you shave your beards? So he says to, back to the Litvish Shabachrim, says to the Chabad Bachrim, he says to him, you guys are so religious. How come you're not careful in speaking Lashon Hara? You know, you always <laughs> talk about other people, he says. And we're very careful about that. So he told him, he says, look. He says, I mean, this is his excuse. He says, Lashon Hara, he says, you know, you're talking, you're talking about something, so mefaretzach, you know, so on the way you forget and you start talking about something different. But he says to go and shave the beard, he says, you have to sit down and get a razor. It's a, it takes a little bit more... <laughs> It's more of a maizah than doing that. I mean, that the, none of them are excusable, neither this, neither that. But I think that reading about it, and today we know we don't have leprosy. The Alter Rebbe explains that leprosy is a skin disease, which is, represents that your outside isn't perfect. 
but that's only by people who are perfect in the inside, so then there's something visible, there's a speck on the outside. But he says, today we have problems on the inside, so <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing to be shown on the outside because our whole inside requires some, uh, some fundamental, I guess, uh, purification and, and correction. But in any event, uh, we know that it was a Kohen who was an Isha Chesed, who was a kind person, uh, blesses the the, the people be'ava, the varuches ham yisrael be'ava, shekidishonu. So that ava was davke a koyin aisha chesed. Who can declare that somebody has tzaras, that's his tummy or not? Just like we know, in order to, you know, you have to rebuke sometimes. That's a mitzvah. And you got to tell somebody sometimes that he's tummy, but it has to be preceded by a koyin. It has to be preceded by vahavta lerecha kamoicha. You have to love the person. It's no different than a father who sometimes needs to take strong measures to discipline a child, it's not because he hates his child, it's because he loves the child and it comes out of love that he has to discipline him, he has to know. So before we uh, can rebuke somebody really to make sure that we're not just doing it because we have negative tendencies and we're just letting it out, finding an excuse how to uh, let go of our own uh, deficiencies, we have to make sure that we love the person and we recognize their greatness and out of the love for them and out of the concern, the care, because we really matters, the person matters to you, so therefore you try to stop him and help him by rebuking him and then you are, uh, uh, can be assured that your rebuke will help and the person will take it to heart and he will better, and then he or she will better their ways because it comes from a place of love and it comes from a place of care. So that's the uh, message, but hopefully we'll be careful in all aspects and we'll have Abbas Yisrael, so the days of Svira will be Nagu Kovit Zabaze in a, in a uh, individual and everybody together and we'll be quickly to Lag Boimer and to the Gula Amitis Vashlema.